on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. Six minutes after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to your Sunday morning. It's not a bad one. Heading for a top of 21 in Sydney, 23 in Brisbane, and bearing as we make our way up the coast there. The forecast for Sydney enclosed waters, that is Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay. We're looking at variable, about 10 knots for the winds, becoming northeasterly about 10 to 15 knots in the late afternoon, then becoming northerly at around about 10 knots in the evening. Offshore for today, uh, eastern Northeasterly, 10 to 15, tending north to northeasterly in the evening. Seas below one metre. The swell will be southerly around one metre inshore, increasing to 1 to 1.5 offshore at the moment. Looking at about eight knots off the coast of New South Wales. Kieran Reeky, good morning. I've got to tell you, Kieran, I feel a bit sorry for um, Davy Sutherland this morning. Why? Well, because normally Why I Dave feel would, sorry for Mr. Sutherland? Well, he'd, normally he'd finish his uh, radio program, go home, have a coffee, have some breakfast, get ready to go to sleep, listen to Laurie Mack, and then doze off. But Laurie's in the studio with us this morning, so he's going to have to listen to the entire three hours. Good morning, Laurie. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Kieran. Good morning, listeners. Yeah, well, that's, that's a good point, Grant. <laughs> What are you going to think about that, Mr. Sutherland? I'll go down to 2HD one morning. He didn't even say goodbye this morning. What happened to our rap this morning, Mr. Sutherland? No, he gave you a little little rap. He gave you a little rap. A little rap. Yeah. There you go, guys, doesn't it? It was very little because I didn't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) How are the tides for today? The tides are good. About an hour ago, at 3.14 this morning, the high tide here at Fort Denison was 1.12 metres. The low tide will be at 8.39 this morning at 0.68 of a metre. We'll have another high at 15.26. For those that don't know, that's 3.26, and it'll be 1.58. So that's a bit more a metre movement, nearly. Yeah. So that's a better movement. And then the low tonight will be at 22.30, and that'll be 0.45 of a metre. Yep. A few boats on the road this morning coming in. Oh, if you've got if you've got variable ten, let's go. Just get out and go fishing. I think so. Yep. We had a few boats on uh, on the road after on Thursday morning, but that they were ones that came off a of mooring on Wednesday during that big blow. My goodness, didn't it blow? That's that's the strongest wind I reckon I've seen for about five years. That was it was serious. Yeah. Well, you get a few more a few boats up on the beach in Pitwater. I had in Clareville where I've got my boat. Three went. Yeah, and look. In fairness, there were three that probably should have had their moorings done about or two year ago, and had a bit of anti-foul well, taken off them about eight th- years th- ago. There's a fair few in Sydney Harbour that feed a lot of brim and feed a lot of uh, ludric. <laughs> I can tell you. But when I was in the I was in the maritime for eleven years. Yeah. We used to go around and 
hurry them up and do all sorts of things. But a question then, if that be the case, yeah. Um, when I first got the 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 bluebird up there, which is going on what six months ago now, yes, um, there were a whole heap of boats that had been sticking. You know, fix mm. it or remove it, or yep. we'll remove it. How many years do we wait to remove them? Because they're still there. Oh, they, they get they get into them, but they give them time. It's it's a, a fairly gentle process. Process. Yeah, cool. they try. The maritime tries pretty to hard work with you rather than Not, they, you. They'll go with you. Then yeah. But if you yeah over time, over time they will move you. However, I always remember we moved one at um, just there, near Camp Cove, there or Watson's Bay one day. When I got back, I had a phone call from the premier's office. Why has this boat been moved? <laughs> so it was owned by the president of the Liberal Party. <laughs> and we'd pulled it. Yeah. And there was a few there was a few noses out of joint and the boss wasn't too happy and the big boss wasn't too happy and we've got Yeah, they had a big clam down in the <coughs> night through the nineties there on them. Uh, a lot of people were yeah. living on them. Mm. Yeah, this would have been uh, yeah, this would have been nineteen ninety one. And yeah, I always remember. Uh, no names, no pack drill, but he was he was a heavy person. <laughs> he owned a great big eighty footer oh, yacht. Wow, well known around the harbour. Mm. Uh, we had uh, a boat that um, a yacht on Wednesday night, which you have got to give credit to all the fire services because it was blowing a gale. As it we was know. fifty knots, and they're out there and they've dragged this uh, yacht in in closer to shore because uh, it caught fire, and they're out there putting out oh, the fire. Well, but now we've got two sunken boats in Clareville, like within twenty meters of each other, which is now they've got to get them up. Weird. Yeah. yeah, nice spot, Clareville. Uh, apparently they um, apparently they can't. Uh, get in contact with the owner, which is strange. Apparently, he lives up in the Newcastle area. I'm, oh, I'm right. informed from local gossip. There was a cat on board, so they actually rescued the cat. Well, I hope someone feeds the cat. Yeah, well, that's why I couldn't work out. What's the cat doing on board? Was it? Well, was it he's supposed to have a ship's cat. It keeps the rats off. Mm, maybe it. Maybe it was ate through the electrical cables or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, an interesting, interesting day. Interesting day, Wednesday. Sit on the edge of your seat waiting for somebody to ring you and say that something's just come off a mooring and hit your boat. That's why uh, mm. Hacho and, and Alex um, Burrell, when they were in the water police and in the maritime, uh, you know, they were running around hunting up that stuff, you know. Yeah. But it, it was a big thing where boats would come from overseas and they could get a permit for three months. Yeah. To more and stay in in the harbours or the bays, but you know a lot of them. Oh, I can't move, and they want to be here six or twelve months. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what gives her away? Oh, no, is yeah. that washing hanging on the line? You know. <laughs> on the, well, we yeah, it, with the with the boats. I always remember we had people complaining about being moved along, and I've come from Canada and I've done this yeah. and I've done that, and I'm going well, mate. That's you. When you came here, you got given a piece of paper that you signed. That's the rules. That's it. You know, and they used to, there's, a, there's actually public moorings across there in Gore Cove and a few other places where they can go. Uh, the mooring is there for them, but they're there three months. It may have changed, but it used to be three months. But yeah, we used to move them on, and they used to get very. They got very in three months. They get very comfortable, Kieran. <laughs> very comfortable. <laughs> very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh. I'll just mention, did you watch the uh, rugby league last night? Would I would I miss it? No, it was a very good game. But yeah, they the got referee the... needs to. Oh, no, 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 don't worry about them. 
Don't worry about the referee. That's, that goes round and round. Some oh, weeks it some yeah. weeks it goes for you. Some weeks it goes yeah, again. Well, yeah. He he ruined the game when he let that. The first pass was a metre, a metre and a half, and the second pass was about two metres you don't, forward, you don't often and they see, scored under the post. You don't often see a try scored with two forward passes. No. no. You I don't often see... Uh, the, but the it, it was, did, it, did it affect the outcome? No. You don't, no. Often, you don't <laughs> often see a rugby league game where Kieran doesn't whinge about the he referee. Does always. I don't, look, when he used to play, I don't know whether he used yeah. to give it to him when he played. I but, got into trouble a lot of times. Yeah, because you're a yappy little half, uh, five yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was a hooker. I just copped it on the chin and <laughs> stuck my head in. <laughs> even even touch football when I used to play for Parramatta at <laughs> uh, the touch football with them. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just something about my mouth just keeps working. Yeah. Not your brain. Not my brain. <laughs> Just the mouth. It's good to know some <laughs> things don't change. 14 after 4. We'll be back in a minute. On 2SM and the Super Network, Talking Sport. Here on Talking Sport, Sir Graham Love. The day of the bolter is gone. I, I think yeah. back to even, like, Ridgie, Matthew Ridge, when he came to Manly, he'd never played a game of rugby league. We put him in his first game against well, Cronulla. And in I, first grade. I, in first grade, I did that on the advice of my GP. Back in Auckland. <laughs> my, 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 my. Times have changed. Doctor's orders. Weekdays from three. Back to the talking sport studio. Billy Harrigan. In 1980, 81, 82, I was running around in the first, in A grade in Parramatta District. We're fair income while I played with bracket bears. Well, Paul, <laughs> don't talk, just go. <laughs> just go. Hey, I like that one, Bill. I love it. And I'm right right to say hello to Bill Harrigan. Good on you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Hey, mate. Crikey. <laughs> Outstanding. What a inspiring belly. 13 12 69. Talking sport. Polaris End of Financial Year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get $2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. Hot, hot body you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Save on hot water energy use by up to 73% With Ream Ambi Heat Heat Pump Install the Ream Except nothing less than Australia's best This is the sound of David finding a bargain on his car insurance <laughs> And this is the sound of what that bargain may cost David in the long run that's right, that's the sound of bargain regret, which can be very expensive. Worried about cheap insurance? Who offers great value cover you won't regret? Amy does. Lucky you're with Amy. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the PDS at amy.com.au and consider whether it's right for you. TMD also available. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof, blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. 
Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 15 minutes after four here on High Tide. Good morning to you if you're thinking of heading out today. Laurie says go, 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 go. Get in the boat. <laughs> Get down to a wharf, whatever whatever your fancy is. If you're looking for a charter, Renegade Blue Water Charters up on Lake Macquarie can help you out. And Brad Ackman joins us online this morning. He has a problem. Loz, he's got a problem. <laughs> Who? Young Brad, yeah, what's, yeah, what's he's the problem? To take a fancy to the sharks in the lake up there. Well, the lakes take a, <laughs> the sharks take a fancy to you. It's, it works the other way. Yeah, well, one of his mates. Pat, and if you start patting them, you'll end up called Stumpy. <laughs> <laughs> what's this shark thing, Brad? What, what have you been up to? Well, one of my mates had a little encounter with a shark while he was on his kayak fishing during the week. Ooh, that wouldn't have been yeah. fun. What happened? Um. You sort of learnt to paddle really fast and had to get away and go back to shore. <laughs> yeah, change change the underpants when he gets there. Yep. Oh yeah, there's a yeah, that's exactly right. You had a little white pointer chasing him. Ooh. Yeah, well they're not in there. The fishery said that white pointers can't survive in Lake Macquarie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Eh? That's, that's what they said. Cannot coming in there for him to chase at the moment. That's for sure. Oh, I've seen. It. I actually, I've actually seen some. Real photos of, of three, at least three whites in Lake Macquarie. Exactly. For, yeah. for the last five, six years, yeah. people have sent to me the pictures of the two two good-sized ones yeah. and one which looks like being a junior. Yeah, but they don't attack you. They just taste test you. Yeah, that's it. Just yeah. give it a nibble or bump up the boat. Just a nibble. Of the motor or... <laughs> The burly bucket, you should not leave attached to the back of the boat. Yes, you should. They, 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 look, they just push you around. I've had them done it half a dozen times. But they, I've got bigger boats. If you're in a kayak, if you're in a speed bump, anything can happen. Yeah, that's exactly right. So outside... Also, there's a few seals in the lake as well at the moment, so there's a bit more food for them, not just the salmon and tailor. What is there? Seals. Uh, seals. Oh, seals. No, we've got seals at home at Green Island, yeah. 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 It's all part of the food chain, that's for sure. So outside the White Pointers, what else can we catch out of Lake Macquarie? Uh, at the moment, there's some really nice uh, flathead, uh, mulloway, and uh, some nice snapper in the lake at the moment, and that's in the lake itself. And then in the Swansea Channel, there's quite a few um, bloodrick being caught, and there's a few early sort of whiting around the dredging in the warmer weather that we've had lately. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the other lake's been fishing really, really well. And then outside at the moment, yesterday we went out and we had a terrific day. We must have caught nearly 50 snapper wow. in the uh, shallow reefs after the southerlies that we had during the week. So, um, yeah, it was quite good fishing there and a few traglin and all sorts of reef fish. You watch so. how Lake Macquarie goes quiet at Christmas time. No, it'll be right. No, I fish Lake Macquarie at Christmas time. It's very good. Yeah. You see, you're missing one little detail. I'll be there trying oh, to fish. No, 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 just don't worry about that. Just... But I do have Brad as my backup. I would, I would suggest you just pay the money and go with Brad. <laughs> I've already chewed that up, actually. <laughs> well, that's interesting because he's, Brad said that Blakey and I can go fishing with him. If you want to come, that's quite all right. But he didn't mention the yachty's name. No, well, that's how it works. But I, I, was, I was just so long as people know, yeah, I was booked to go with Scotty Torrington. 
out of Broken oh, Bay on great. Wednesday. Oh, fish plenty of yeah, well, on Wednesday, there. and you can imagine booking Wednesday. Oh. And our, my mate who, who's... Why didn't you go? What's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> we, we wimped out. Scotty wimped out. But my my poor mate, the bricklayer from Bilpin, our Bilpin apple farmer... Uh, don't he, talk to him anymore. He had, the, <laughs> he had the boat booked, and him and his, his missus, that was his birthday gift from Shelley, his, his long-suffering wife, and... Uh, yeah, so we 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 were going out. Yeah, we we're booked to go, but no, it, it did blow a little bit on Wednesday. Well, yeah. How yeah. was it on the lake? The lake was it west, southwest on the lake, or just west? Uh, sort of just westerly. It's sort of forty-five knots sort uh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And again, for people who don't know, Lake Macquarie being shallow, you get a big southwester on Lake Ooh, yeah. Macquarie or ugly. big southerly. It can get ugly. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. You can get yeah. a meter. You can get a meter wind wave on Lake Macquarie every day of the week easily, and then around the drop over around the channel, if you've got the um, running tide and that westerly wind, it's just like another bar crossing, just about sometimes. Is that right? Turns up. Yeah. Yeah. No, we used to fish out of Mannering Park down the bottom, right down the bottom, and I've I've seen the lake come up pretty nasty there. Yeah, yeah mm. absolutely. It certainly does. It's sort of. Um, yeah, you got to know how to, you know, know how to sort of navigate your way around and pick the leaves and all that. You know, if you get stuck in a big wind, so you can sort of, you know, go to a lee headland or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's the same when Greg Reed talking to him. He'll yeah. tell you about the basin and also Jervis Bay. Yep. Yeah, you look they're, for a lee shore. Well, we used to like go. Either, we used to go either side of Pulbera Island. Yeah. And if it blew a southerly, you're on the northern side of Pulver. If it blew a nor'easter, you're on the southern side of Pulver. That that just sheltered you. Well, I haven't been there for a while, but still the deep hole there at the back of Pulbar Island? Uh, on the eastern side. Yeah. On the eastern side, yeah. You're near the Channel Mark. Yeah, the on the eastern side of Pulver, there's a very good spot where he was talking about snapper. We used yeah. to catch really nice small snapper, you know, up to a kilo and a half or so. But I'm, I hear there's some quite good ones getting the lake now. Yes. Yes, my cousin, he got one last night. It'd be nearly three kilos. And last week, oh, he got beautiful. one that was four kilos. Beautiful fish. They're really good. So, yeah, because there's no nets in Lake Macquarie anymore, so. No, that's it. He also got a nice dewy as well last night. So he sort of, um, yeah, lucked out there. Had a good night, that's for sure. <laughs> he sounds kind of spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> and if people would like to be spoiled, Bradley, how can they book with you? Uh, just give us a call. Zero four three seven three eight nine oh nine seven, or just hit us up on Instagram or Facebook on social media. Thanks, Brad. Much appreciated for your time this morning. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Brad, See you, Brad. There from Renegade Blue Water Charter. Sounds pretty. Uh, sounds like it's been pretty fun up there. No, what you're hearing is a, a good charter operator who knows what knows he's his doing. Stuff, yeah. You, I, I, I use charter boats all around the country. Yeah. And sometimes you get on, the minute you hop on, you know it's a tourist experience. Yeah. So just enjoy your sandwiches and your cold drink because you won't be catching a lot of fish. Yeah. And some boats, you, you, the minute you see the gear, the bait, <laughs> and you know what you're talking about, you know, I can tell the minute I hop on the boat, that this okay, you, these guys are wired in and I'm going to catch something. Well, he and his brother grew up in the area. They fished there their yeah, entire yeah. lives. You and know, they know what they're doing. Hard to go wrong, isn't That's it? That's right, exactly. Yeah. That's the sort of experience that you want. It is 25 after 4, a break, and back on the other side of this. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. The uh, unemployment rate, 3.7%. Yep, good achievement. That's 65,000 jobs created to cover the people coming into the country. So I think we may have turned the corner and we may be 
Uh, on some better days, I hope. We deserve it. The country deserves it. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Listen to Paris. Colonisation, or I say it's stolenisation. Mm. She needs to go and read the bloody book about the Mile Creek Massacre. She's saying that it was not detrimental to the Aboriginal people. The bloody woman's dreaming. Yeah. Gary Stewart. People ring me up and say, I want to vote no, and I want to tell everyone why I'm voting no. No, you don't need to. Let people make up their own mind. We're not here to plug either. Yes or no. By the time they get through it, explaining to you why they're going to vote no, they're probably starting to question themselves. Gary Stewart. Weeknights from 8pm. Pick your favourite Kia from the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street tread delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia movement that inspires something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura the city vibe continues but the outback's only moments away fresh produce is endless the embers are hotter and the night skies seem longer nature sings kangaroos graze and the sun glistens magically on the river photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends so when you're ready start your journey with us Visit mildura.com.au After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax and what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF. Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 98 08 56 73. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only it I is could... 27 minutes after 4 o'clock. Time to find out how things are going down on the south coast. Ross O'Brien, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Roscoe, he was there a minute ago. Howdy, howdy, everybody. I was just chatting to him. He's there. You just have a chat amongst... Is he there? Hello? Well, I can tell you down there, I was talking to uh, Marion at Bateman's Bay. Who's wonderful. Yep, she's a great person. And she was saying that um, in the river, the Trevally, good run of brim, flathead, plenty of jewfish. Some of them are a wee bit small, but uh, there's a big run of them. Upstream, a good run of bass and estuary perch. Couple of hot spots to fish would be the Tea Wharf. This is for the holiday people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And off the rock ledges. Well, I fished down there, and Marion sold me some soft plastics, just to what I needed. Yeah. And I went over on the northern side, 
and cast off the sandbank into the drop-off. All right, and, and I got that little beach. On that beach? Yeah. And I got half a dozen, not big, but legal flathead. Yeah. Yeah. So because we stay in motel rooms, they get shaken off the hooks and sent back. But there was a lot of fish caught in that river. That's oh, there's yeah. a, it's a very, very good fishery on the Clyde. Sometimes I'll really yeah. say we've had the, had the uh, Noah's Arks on patrol during the week, you know, oh. the sharks coming up and down. Uh. But the beaches down there, there's been brim, flathead, salmon, tailor, and a good run of jewfish, and a place called North Head down there. Yeah, North Head, yeah. A couple of metre-plus jewies caught. Well, very nice. Yeah, so. Let's see if Roscoe's there now. You there, Roscoe? Yeah, mate. Oh, that's way better. What happened? I hit, I, I hit the snooze button. <laughs> I hit the snooze button every day about three o'clock, yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't know what. No, to be honest, I don't know what happened, mate. It just dropped out. I must be travelling too fast. Okay, well, how's the weather? What's your weather report? Oh, zero, zero, zero. zero. Right, Beautiful. Very good. Yep, so it's going to be a, a, a top morning out there. We've even got here. Variable about ten knots northeasterly, ten to fifteen in the middle of the day. So even that isn't going to worry you today. Heaps of fish out there. The boys got a good run yesterday. Um, the usual fare. Um, the boys out wide didn't report much. They, there was only one or two went out there actually, um, and they they said they didn't didn't see a great lot. But they stopped at sixty fathom on the way home, mate. And um, cleaned up with some nice, nice floodies and um, some good snapper. So they're there, they're in close too. Um, the boys in close have had some good snapper on the rent down there yesterday when I was down there. Cleaned them up. Um, and most of them got them between 30 to 60. So the, the biggest stuff and the most are out there feeding now. They've uh, come away from the beach a bit. They're still on the beach, the snapper and moeys. And, uh, not the moeys, the snapper and the flathead uh, are still on the beach around the pool, out Kieran's, Kieran's spot on yep. the pool there. Good spot there. Yeah, good. <laughs> bit of everything there, mate. they got. they got a bit of everything. they got all sorts of goodies. So it's a good spot to go to at the moment. Yep, and if you if you want to enjoy Kiama, go and stay at the Kiama cabins, and when that big strong winds, oh boy, that would have been the uh, she would have yep. been howling up through the the blowhole. There. Oh, oh yeah, yeah but that's yeah. that was Wesley. It goes so over the top of Kiama. When you're about a mile so out, you get you a little it. bit of the south in it and lift yeah. that way. But and down yeah. at East Beach, there would be protected too from. Oh yeah, all the those wolves. beaches are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Ross, we, it's, um, it's interesting you talk about these fellas catching tiger flathead. Out in yeah. um, 60 Fathoms. Both PJ yeah. and I last week, we both fished out wide, but we were 120 k's apart. And the very yeah. the first six fish I got were uh, were tiger flathead, all over a kilo and a half. They're beautiful. And for people who haven't seen them, they're a, they're a real nice ready colour, aren't they, Ross? Yeah. Oh, I would agree, yeah. It depends on uh, what time of the day you pull them out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> well, these things, these are lovely big fish. They're beautiful. And tasty, yeah, I know, mate. good to eat. And don't oh, yeah. put your finger oh. in them. Don't put your finger or thumb in their mouth. They got uh, oh, they got good cutlery in there, mate. When I had the 
the charter boat, my goodness, the amount of people I said, get your finger out of there or don't pick them up with your finger, just leave them on the deck, our boys will grab them for you. Yep. You know? Um, I, I had one, one Sherlock ripped the finger right open. Oh, they'll split you? Yeah. Yeah, I had to take it down the cabin and fix it for us. So. Oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. We had people, yeah, I had a, a bloke kiss a leather jacket and throw it back one day and took a chunk out of his bottom lip. <laughs> <laughs> He's been watching too much Rex Hunt. I said that to yeah, Rex. I pulled Rex up about that, <clears throat> about those teaching kids. To run. Because a woman rang up and she said, I'm at the hospital there at Gosford now because my son caught a tailor and it's still <laughs> attached to his mouth. <laughs> Yeah, well, they've got savage teeth. Oh, Rex was a good one for that. Different things. He had a car smash the other day and ended up in hospital down Did in he? Melbourne. Oh, oh Rexy? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm just getting psyched up ready for next week, mate, with the grand final. It's going to be like a state of origin match. Yeah, well, maybe. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'd hate to run at those Penrith forwards, I can tell you. Was, yeah. oh, oh, no, no. I'm picking Penrith, mate, for sure. Yeah, if not, yeah. I'm just saying it should have the ferocity. and. Uh, no, it'll and, be good uh, for the first 20 minutes, yeah. Yeah, and someone will end up on top, and then they'll be... That, that's when you say to the coach, do you mind if I come on... Uh, I come off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have that back in the day, you know. Oh, we only had two right. replacements. Yeah. Well, you ran yeah, out and you, right. you, you copped yeah. the softening up period. That yeah. oh, was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Uh, different game now, mate, altogether. Yeah, no, no. But I enjoyed that last night because I wanted to have a Penrith and it's like a state of origin, I reckon. Yeah, it'll Lovely. be good. Yeah, yeah, really looking forward to it. My mate in Queensland, uh, had a bit of a shot at me last night about to listen to Brad. Brad Cook up there at, uh, oh, what's the name of the place? I used to live up there and I can't even remember it, mate. I wasn't my going. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going well at all. That's all right. Well, I, I had my wife in the car on the way down and she forgot something. I said, oh, I'll have to get you. Uh, oh, she couldn't find something in the glass. I said, I'll, I'll get you a new white cane for Christmas. <laughs> and she wasn't real happy with that. I would think. Yeah. You know. And then, I, then she, she forgot. I said something, and she missed it. And I said, "Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get a double." I said, "I'll get an earphone for you know a little one of those trombones for your ear and a white cane, and that'll then, then you'll hear me and then you'll see me." So I, I was on there. Yeah, I was in the bad books for half an hour there. Who was oh, that, that bloke that used to money. sit all the time, like in the old? Um, uh, American films, you'd see him. Uh, I just can't. He's a great big heavy man. He always dressed in the white and that. Back in the days when uh, Rob Robinson and them blokes used to those early movies, the black and white movies. No, we weren't around then, Kieran. Were you? No. Did they have sound? Did they have sound or no sound? This is the thirties you're talking about. Okay, I'll move on. <laughs> Julian and I have been digging fossils up out in Queensland the last couple of months, so. We've got a few good fossils. Edward G. Robinson, you don't remember him? Yeah, of course I know. Edward right, G. Well, Robinson and yeah, Laurel and Hardy up. and all those people. Yeah, see? I know you. Well, as Grant said earlier, I don't need a book, thank you very much. I'll just go to Google. That's it, exactly. Charlie <laughs> YouTube. Chaplin. YouTube. 
YouTube, YouTube, Charlie Chapman. All the kids, the kids now learn their fishing out of YouTube. Absolutely. That's that that young fellow right, next door mate. learned all those little tricks out of you that he's got out How's of YouTube. Hey, how's his mum? His mum's all right. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. She fancies you. Yeah, I don't like. She fancies the car. Has she met him? Yeah, yeah. many times. She likes the car. She likes the Beamer. Yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brought my car. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if Paul Paul Burt's got his own um, YouTube channel, and so too is yeah. PJ. All great places to go and build it is. knowledge. PJ's up. is really good. Yep. Yeah. Well, PJ can fish. Well, that's what I said earlier. He's one of these fellas. Don't worry just, about Paul Burt. Just Paul like Burt the, only learned what Dougie taught him. Yeah, but you, you, all I'm saying, PJ is like these charter fellas. It, he's just instinctive. You know, he yeah. makes. The, he's in the right place at the right time, does the right thing, and he he doesn't. You know, that's what I said. You, you, when you when he's on the boat, you don't have to say a word to him. He knows. I just he wish knows what to do. Dad was still alive. He probably would like them to be alive today too. But I never forget when we first started. I tied, you know, his mum and father come and see me and said, "Could you get, talk to our son? Could he be on the program?" Yeah, why? Because he goes fishing, but he never comes home. He That's the way. Miss him for three or four days. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, you've got an addict, then you see. Yeah. Uh, well, where's the camp? But he's been through all the systems. He's like you when yeah. it comes to management yeah. on the water. You're at all the various yeah. categories. Yeah. Well, he did a lot of uh, pro fishing too. He was a good pro fisherman, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah I've done that. Yeah, I was a charter boat skipper for eleven years, and I was a, a commercial fisherman for fourteen years, and I was in the maritime before that for eleven years. So now I've done a bit, seen yeah, some. Good one. Yeah, no, it was good. I've look, I've had a fabulous uh, life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't got much to claim about it. Well, uh, you had a nice charter boat. Yeah, good history. The, uh, probably the best thing that happened on the Sigma was the history of the Sigma. The Sigma, well, it was built by Jack Payton, Jack Jack yeah. and Sigma Payton, and Dolly, Parton, uh, Dolly no. Dyer. No, they were on they were on Tennessee too. Jack and Dolly yeah. were on Tennessee too. They didn't have oh, Sigma. Right. Sigma was Where, Jack and Jack and Sigma Payton, and that boat. He's he was a coffin maker, Jack. And that boat yep. was made, or every bolt and screw in its monol, aircraft grade yep. metal. Yep, truly. That boat was so beautifully put together, it was made to last for a long, long time. Well, the new owners uh, put a thing up, or someone that knows them put a thing up. Uh, they found something in the hull, and it was a, a beak of, uh, of a. Uh, oh. A marlin or a you swordfish. Know. No, Marlin. Yeah, Marlin Beak, that's quite possible. Yeah, through the hole. And one of my deckies, remember the little Benny? Yeah. The um, little Benny put it on uh, on Facebook, you know, about it. Oh, right, and huh? I, uh, and I said to him, I sent, I sent a thing back and said, that's when we're on 60 fathoms. We caught that. All right. Uh, well, the other side, actually, we were just off 60 fathoms. And... Um, we we caught him and got him on board, and he had a bit missing. But I said to Ben, you mustn't have been real good on the paint brush. He said, why? I said, well, you always done the hull. Uh, <laughs> and you never seen that bloody thing hanging out of the hull? <laughs> <laughs> no, she certainly, the, she certainly had I some history. there, too, and I can't remember seeing that hanging out of the hull, either. No, well, uh, 
Yeah, well, Jack Payton and Signa were very kind to Julie and I when we were young because we were fishing out there in a 12-foot de Havilland Seabird when I started. Yeah. There you go. Then I moved to a 16-foot Quinny. I thought I was made with a 50 on the back. <laughs> Big time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that's how, how we all times. start. That's how you start. Yeah. How times have changed so much. It is. Okay. Like someone said the other day about, oh, there's not that many fish around. I said, well, all the boats I know are getting plenty. That's right. So, um, you know, maybe you're uh, not letting your dingle dangle long enough or something. And, um, yeah, so you often hear that, eh? Yeah, well, I go out once a week offshore, and I I can fill half my – I've got quite a sizable fish box, and I can get basically half a fish box on my own. Uh, yeah. Every trip, snapper, yeah. trag, pearl perch, bits and pieces. Yeah. There's a, there's a, and lately, and, you, and and Ross will know these are good. I got, I've averaged about five or six pigfish every trip. There's a heap oh, of pigfish out there. Yeah, I I uh, don't mention them very often because my deckies, uh, one of my deckies is Buddy Stad's pro's license, and he dropped the old pig in for me. Oh, so righto. Well, I, I fill it and skin yeah. them, and my, my beloved wife just loves um, yep. shallow fried pigfish. That's her favourite. Yep. I've got a quiz well, question for you, you Pe. in Japan. Hey, mm. what well, there? I've got a quiz question for you. A quiz question. Yep. Yeah, go on. Offshore yeah. fishing, what are the various types of red-coloured fish? There's a million of them. Well, I got yeah. a heap the other day, a nanny guy. They're as red as you can get. Right. Yeah, I'd nanny probably, guy. Nanny guy. Yeah, nanny snapper. guy, pig, fish, snapper. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pearl, what else? Uh, uh, what's his uh, coral trout? Um, oh, there's, there's a stack of those little bullseyes. There's a heap of bullseyes that are red. And, yeah, the red's yeah. a common colour. But just so you know, it's a protective thing. Red is the first colour in the spectrum disappear. that disappears as you go down into the depths. So the fish are using that red colour. So on when they're in 60 fathoms, you can't basically see them, yeah, only when right. they move. So, uh, no, it's a, it's an interesting thing. There's a lot of – that's why there's a lot of those deep water fish are red. I never could work out – I used to say that to Peter Sayer. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give me a red track suit so the shark doesn't know I'm here? Oh, it's all right. The shark, look, the shark wouldn't attack you, Kieran, just out of professional courtesy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that's why they don't eat lawyers. You never see, it's always a tradie or somebody, you never ever see a lawyer eaten by a shark, do you? No. No, well, no, there you well, go. I don't understand that. Yeah, or a well, politician. Or a politician. As I said, professional courtesy. <laughs> Roscoe, have a great week. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> hey, boys. See you, Ross. I'll talk about the Minamara and that for you. <laughs> right here, boys. You have a great day up there. Thank yeah, you. Bye, mate. 16 minutes away from five. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio. John Lloyd. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. (laughs) 
Right on. Okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bolsitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peter's of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peter's. Scanpan Cookware, Rydell Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware, Stanley Rogers Cutlery and Sheridan Towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week, or shop online, petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Coming home, coming Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP02527 ACT TP2300451 SAT22327. T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. It is 13 minutes away from five. The temperatures for our broadcasting area today at Lismore, they're heading for a top of 22, currently 12. Newcastle 14, up to 19. The Gold Coast 15 to 22. You've got Mudgee 6 degrees at the moment and 23, and Parks 8 degrees and 25, Kieran. Yes, rather cool. It was cool yesterday. Uh, I noticed when I left here yesterday morning, about half past seven, it was still only ten and a half degrees then. I got the six degrees when I walked to the car, six degrees this morning when I went to the car. The, lo- <laughs> the lowest I can see is Armadale, which at the moment is three degrees. So I dare say that's probably where Bobby Dean is. Good morning, Bobby. Yeah, long hell. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're not in Blanket Bay, Bobby. No, I'm sitting on a chair. <laughs> All right, I just finished my co- coffee, Loz. All right. Yeah, mate, and... Uh, yeah, mate, it was interesting you talk about those great whites, mate. Years ago, I was in the complete anger at Villawood 
chatting to a bloke. He'd been tipped off his kayak at uh, Long Reef. Yeah. And he was just buying all their sticky. gear. <laughs> Mate, I, I had we had a couple at Southwest Rocks where they they catch a long tail tuna on their on those speed bumps or what do they call them sea kayaks, yeah. and uh, they just tie them off, and then all of a sudden they're paddling along. They can't realise what they can't trying to work out why they can't go forward anymore. They turn around yeah. behind them, and one of the sharks has got hold of these got hold of their bluefin nor the bluefin tuna. I've had two of them. Yeah, yeah, I've always yarn. And only glorified Bobby Cork, mate. That's what I said, speed bumps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I give I, him I, credit. I wouldn't do it. No way. Oh, no, I wouldn't I, do it either. So, you know, like... No, no, no. Why would you paddle when you could turn the key? Yeah, but, well, it's it's the point of, you know, as you say, dangling fish off the side of your kayak, and, and of course, the sharks are going to go, oh, that looks like a free feed. Free, and it's all the blood's trailing. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah. Hey, what about yeah. PJ? Did you hear PJ yesterday? No. Uh, he, he's keeper bag. Young kid to let it go. Oh. <laughs> Walked a lot, but he's keeper bag going. Well, uh, for Bobby Dean, I've got Bobby. I've got a real red hot spot for you, Bobby. Yeah, mate. I had lunch yesterday at uh, McMahon's Point at Sales Restaurant with my sisters for her sixtieth birthday. There was oh, a fella. There was a fella on the on the on the pontoon there. He was catching Ludric and good ones. Just as fast as he could go, he caught his bag limit, then he caught his wife's bag limit, and then I don't know what else he did. But uh, the other three fellas at the end of the wharf, they had five legal size kingies and one undersized. That didn't seem to bother them much, uh, and uh, they went off. They, they walked away about lunchtime. So they caught them. They were what they were doing. They were jigging pike under the right. under the wharf and then putting the pike out on bobby floats. Yeah, yeah, it's clever. They know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah you, you should use a pike up southwest, right? For juice, I use pike. No, no, pike. Jews and Spaniards, pike are just gun bait. Every people yeah. don't realise it, but because of their shape and design, and Mulloway will go will bite a pike a long time before they'll bite almost anything else. Yeah. They love pike. Yes. Yeah, and in the river, if you can on the run up tide, grab half a dozen pike and then go over on the north wall. Always good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, anyway, mate, there's a few fish around. Yeah. Um, my, my nephew's up at Wallace at the moment. He's got his young daughter, Isabel. Uh, as I went up there about lunchtime yesterday. They had eight fish from about 33 centimetres to 40. Oh, that's fishing well. That's good for up there. No, it's uh, a particularly good fishery, Wallace. Yeah, Wallace. Yeah, this is up at uh, Lithgow there. Yeah, just the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Morangaroo. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, Thompson's is fishing exceptionally well too, and I've got to go and hit Lyle. But uh, I've got an order in for as many motorways as I can get off him. So, yeah, who got that I'm one? Not. That's hey? Ross Pass, and if you turn oh. it over, oh. you'll see it's a fish report from Ross Parr. Oh right, up there at the. He used to be at the Karua RSL, and he uh, he moved on. Yeah, okay. No, no, it's all right. Just Kieran's handed me a photo of a 11.5 Mulloway, kilo Mulloway, on a little hook with squid. One of those yeah, kids, caught by a kid. One of those yeah, ones yeah. that really annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. They, they, that's why you never fish with kids and women, mate. No, 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 it's all right. You know, I got used to getting flogged by a little blonde. She could always outfish me. Yeah, 
Yes, I had one of those little bonds with the same name. Oh, did you? Yes, many years ago. Could she throw a right hand? Uh, I never tried, never upset her that oh, it's one. That's all right, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, you know. Um, it's just one of those things, mate. We better get a fish report off you about before we yeah, run anyway, out of time. Mate, look, the Port Hacking has been invaded by really big trally. Yeah, they're running one, so it's about two and a half kilos. So you know, then when you hook them on your Bremen Whiting gear, um, I've heard nothing of flathead and anything else. You know, they should be tailored in there, surely. And some whiting. Oh, the whiting are there. All the time. This time of the year, I've always tended to fish in deeper holes. Um, both there and in the Jordan, you know, yep. um, up above Como and the like. Even when you get up around the moons and that, I always fish up there in that three to five metre range. But the thing is, with I found fishing with the whiting up there or anywhere in the estuary systems is a really long leader. Yep. And watch your rod tip. And as soon as you see it bounce, just open the mail, pick it up, a little bit of slack. Once it comes tight, swine it in. Uh, you'll get some exceptional fish. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much wherever you go. But the secret is super fresh bait. Yeah, my favourite is live prawns. You catch a far better quality fish on them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll get prawns the next dark. So Yeah, well, I was chatting with my mate yesterday. He said there's a few starting down the Lake Illawarra. Uh, the entrance they started the other week, I heard. And with this warm weather, I've got to go back down to Pitney Point. Once the prawns start running there, the fish shouldn't be there. Absolutely. So, yeah, can't spend half an hour, get a dozen or two prawns, and that's generally sufficient. But, uh, no, um, you know, you can be in gin to mine. They're both fishing well. In the mine sitting at, oh, I think, well, geez, I can't remember, 72%. Um, Eugen beans actually come up to 64% for the last week or so. Uh, that's good. Tentagra is sitting at a stagnant uh, 10%. Well, that's down. So where are I saying, dear? Oh, they yeah. dropped a hell of a lot of water out there, Laurie. Oh, look, the, the, uh, our friends live at Ginderbine. They they just go down every afternoon, oh, not every, but a few afternoons a week. They've been averaging two or three nice, mostly browns, just bait yep. fishing off the bank at Gindy, and no problem, getting a couple of fish every trip. Yeah, just a bit of power bait or something. No, are they fishing like, yeah, fish with mud eyes. Oh, yeah. But yeah. they have their own dam, so they cheat. Well, that's it, yeah. I've got... Well, when I was at Fairfield years ago, there used to be a few farm dams around the area before they developed it. And you'd always go and put your logs and, yeah, um, fence palings and you stack them so there was little gaps in between them. Yeah. Within a couple of weeks, you go and get a dozen motorways, no problem. That's it. So, great bait, fish correctly. The boys that I was talking to down in Canberra were saying that the black grubs have been working and fishing around the timber as well. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing quite good. That was in Burrenjack. Oh, in Burrenjack, yeah. Yeah, it was fishing really well. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, a bait that a lot of people don't realise, particularly the browns, is yabbies. Oh, yeah, they love them. Little yabby. Yeah. yeah. I'll use them, you know, curled up size up to about two inches long. Yep. You get a yabby like that, just two or three, a hook, fine gauge, super sharp. 
put him in the back of the cell and out the back of the cell and then a little crunch on his head to stop him crawling into trouble. And also works as a burly trail. Just fix a, fix a slack line by the time it comes up tight, mate. They got it down time. Hey, Bobby, thanks so much for your time. We'll look forward to catching up with you next week. No worries, mate. You keep the air in the sails. <laughs> Good on you, Bobby. Get into him. He was challenging me this morning. Yeah. What, what's this fuel? What's this fuel stuff on a <laughs> sailboat? <laughs> I was dock practising, practising going into a dock. We've got more high tide coming your way right after the Super Radio <laughs> Network News. Stick around in the next hour. I'm going to have a good old chat with Laurie McAnally.